three, two, one, and welcome back to one of the best podcasting, 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 pod- <laughs> there Remix. we go, podcasting duos, there we go, I like that, you jumped in, how many words was that? Like One? One? Unless you want to count, eh, eh, eh. That's two. We, we just had a conversation about. So that was three words then. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the most that you've spoken <laughs> in, this, in the soft intro. Gotta do what I got to do. But uh, this is Elijah Bailey. And this is Richard Taplin. Yes, Richard Taplin. He's actually uh, sitting across from me in the seat that I normally sit in. Mm-hmm. How's it feel? It feels cool. I like sitting over here. Yeah, you don't get to do it too often. Nope, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, I ain't got to do a damn motherfucking thing, thing, bitch. But this is the Elijah Bailey Show. This is episode 56. <laughs> Sorry. This is more, <laughs> he's just whipping out his Johnson right now. Uh, I, have my, uh, I have my coffee. Your my coffee? maple coffee. Mm. I, th- I thought it, sur- it smelled kind of syrupy in here. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I remember those days. <laughs> but this is the Elijah Bailey Show, and today we're just... Shooting the shit a little bit. It's been a rough week, especially for me, especially getting cold. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, we're going to hit up what's current in Marvel news with uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, Deadpool 2 news. And then Richard has some exciting segments for me. Asking sure. me some gaming questions. Well, mm-hmm. we'll see if it's exciting or not. love it. I love it when a song comes together. Oh, yes. And it comes together good. Oh, so well, man. Yes, it does. So how does it feel to be back in the studio yet again in episode 56? It feels good, man. It feels good. Like, uh, of all the shows, I think this is the uh, show I have the most fun on. Um, it actually gives me motivation. Um, what about your own show? <laughs> uh, my show is super stressful for me, honestly. Uh, I was kind of talking to someone at work about it the other day. It's just because I'm I'm such a perfectionist. Oh yeah, on my show. Is that why you asked me to? Uh, yeah, and that's exactly why I gave. I, knew it. I, I, was I, like, I gave yeah. Stone a copy too. I was like, "Here, Stone, <laughs> you edit this copy. Elijah, you hit, you edit this copy. Dude. Cool." And that's uh. probably what we're going. If you guys don't mind, that's probably going to move like, forward. You would not like just because I I it's it's too hard for me unless yeah. uh, until I can get to the point where I'm more comfortable with my hosting ability. Yeah. Then I'll probably be able to do my own show. All you got to do is you got like four other podcasts like me to, to, to well, cycle thing, through. Because like my co-hosting skills, I feel like my on co-hosting point. skills is on, on point. point. Like, psh, man, oh, you, don't even, to, you don't even tell me what your show's about. I got your back. <laughs> yeah. But as far as my hosting skills, I'm still trying to, you know, I'm trying to catch up to y'all. Dude, I'll, I'll, I would say this and I say this all the time. Having these other shows and having different personalities and trying to find that voice is hard. But once you like, tap into it you're like oh what if we do it's just like the the editing like oh what if i do this oh they're gonna love this so i mean yeah, it won't be too long because the shows that i'm not on sound awesome right now i i wanted to hear what the one sound like before with your mom before you redid it oh you want to yeah yeah i think i still got it okay i'll listen to that one yeah, because it's, it. it's like uh i was just drunk oh <laughs> yeah like she did like she did like an a amazing job, job. Oh, yeah. dude, like she killed it but i was just like uh, then you hear me drinking and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> so when I went back to edit it, I was just like, was like yeah, this ain't gonna work. Yeah, I can't do this. I can't do this. It, it's funny because uh, Danny Fernandez from the Krillnet podcast, she's like, 
all right, just you know, fast forward through this episode and cut out everything because it, I did horrible. And, and I think it's because she had a week off. Mm-hmm. And I think this was her first week off because usually if he takes, he goes back and forth between here and Atlanta and everything else. And I listened to it. I was like, there's, there's probably about five to six minutes I can really cut, like really hardcore cut. The rest of the stuff is really good. So I sent it back to her. I said, listen to this and let me know what you think. And that's the episode that'll uh, drop Tuesday, December. 13th, I think. Nice. So, nice. Which I mean, I, I applaud you too, because if you guys have not listened to it, definitely be sure to go out there and check out the Krillin It podcast. Uh, iTunes. Yeah, iTunes. It's on all the platforms. Yeah. And um, my boy Elijah Bailey has picked them up and started producing their show and did a phenomenal job. <laughs> sir. I, used to, I said, man, what do you think about this? Well, I'm thinking about uh, producing this show in California. He's like, do it. Yeah, do better, it. Better than me. I'm not do doing it. it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. And I was like, well, let oh, me run. Like, I ain't doing that let shit. Let me run some stuff by you. <laughs> I mean, it's been it's been awesome to talk to you and then Caleb Aldane and just bounce stuff off. I've, I've been trying to get with Caleb Masters, but this this motherfucker uh, that, stayed Caleb busy. Masters, I guess I think was was he at the? I wonder if he was at the podcast meetup. He said he was uh, thinking on the thing. He said he was going to it. I don't know. I know he did. Sorry, like Caleb. Uh, I, I was going to make it, but. Yeah, didn't work out. I, I didn't make it either. Like this, here's our first story, dude. I've been so busy with this fucking heater every year, and we've been in the house for you know a year and two months. The heater goes off. Well, I've been working on it, trying to get it, trying to open the door, let it cool down because the com- combustible air in there. Uh, trying to put up uh, blankets over the game room to keep the heat in certain rooms. Yes, going out and buying them, portable yeah. heaters. Your then, game room faces west, doesn't it? Uh, north. Kind of north. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. It's just on that curve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So north, yeah. That northern wind. Dude. Strong. It sucks. But the deal was, <laughs> oh, it's exactly what it's like. And <laughs> man, if you wouldn't, if you come to my house about eight or nine, that's when I try to dress down. Like I take a shower, dress down. And it's, it looks like I'm getting ready to go outside and play in the snow. That's how <laughs> fucking cold it was in the house. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. So. Have you gotten the plastic up yet? No, that's what I used to do. The plastic. Oh man, like my when I say my duplex, mm-hmm. uh, my bedroom window faced faced north. Yeah, and it wasn't you know it was kind of yeah. a janky window. So yeah, I get the plastic man. I have it underneath the uh, kitchen sink. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done it yet though. Man, I throw that plastic against that window. That I, helps. See, I'm thinking I'm thinking about getting the heater and heating up the window sill. So because so, there's like one little spot where I need to cock it, and then it'll be fine. But. The heat from the from the um, heater doesn't really come into that room because it was a garage, mm-hmm. so it's a huge space for it to fill, and it's up at the top of the ceiling. So, but we called um, True Tech to come out to the house, and mm. you know that sounds like they're uh, too expensive. Uh, yeah, and shady too because I called and I go, yeah, Nick, uh, blah blah blah, referred me, and I'm like, oh, okay, well. When uh, we won't be able to have somebody out until tomorrow, and t- it was Friday, so Saturday, that'd be our overnight pr- or our overtime prices. So I said, okay, well, how much is it? Oh, it'd be eighty nine. I was like, that's not too bad for over overtime prices. Eighty nine, eighty nine. Oh, eighty nine. Yeah, for the tech to come out. I could have came out there, though. I, I should. I should have <laughs> had you come out. <laughs> should have had you, you know come what? out. Twenty five. I'll even charge you twenty five percent of that. Hey, you? there we go. See, and then. She goes, uh, I go, okay, so I need him to come out tomorrow. I'm like, oh, well, he can only make it out between uh, 12 and 2. I was like, oh, well, I'll be working. And I asked Jessica, I was like, are you going to be home? Oh, no, I won't be getting off of work until later. 
And she's like, ask them if they can come a little bit after two, maybe at three. I was like, can you guys come at three? Oh, well, the price will go up then. I was like, why would the price go up? Well, you know, it's usually 189 and we're, you got a referral, so it's $89. So the price will go up after. And I was like, if I'm getting a referral, how is the price going to go up? Like, <laughs> well, she's like, after that time, it's back to our regular pay time. I was like, so your overtime is cheaper than your regular time? And my, fer- my referral still doesn't. I was like, man, just come out here at 12 to 2. So, and my wife ended up taking a lunch break and coming home. The guy told her all this motherfucking bullshit, told him it'd be $4,500 to uh, fix our furnace and heater. And he's like, oh, well, what they did, they they did this all janky and it's two pieces put together. And you already know me. I had people in my back pocket, but they're, it's usually busy season for them. So I called this guy named Leon uh, from one of my friends at the gym, Tommy, who's a he was an old Vietnam vet. And he comes out today before I get up here in the studio and he goes, you know what? He's like, the most it'll cost you is maybe $400 if you get all of your ducks cleaned at the same time. It's about 50, 50 bucks a duck. He's like, all you need to go to go down to Home Depot, get some new vents because these are all dirty and rusty. Uh, and these are all intake vents. And then he said, uh, at the base of your door, cut another hole so that combustible air will get through and cool it off. Because what you're tripping is your limiter. He's like, that motherfucker telling you is 45. He's like, there's a lot of scammers and there's a lot of people who don't know what they're talking about. But he said, do this. And it'll save you a whole bunch of money. He's like, you're looking at, if you don't do uh, the guys coming out to clean the vents, he's like, you're looking at maybe what, 30, 40 bucks, depending on what kind of new vents you get for those intake vents. Dude, I almost dropped down and kissed his feet because <laughs> I was like, we about to be some cold motherfuckers in the house. going to be a cold right. couple more. We got about two and a half more months, baby. Shit. I'd have been one of those people that got my dog clothes, like winter clothes. Like, why didn't need winter clothes? You bet my house is colder than it is outside. That's why. <laughs> but I'm like, come on, dude. I said, I can't pay 4500 And I was like, I should have went with Leon first. But then, another thing that we used to do. What? Uh, I used to just open up the stove. Well, you got dogs. Yeah, no, no, we did that too. Okay, they, oh, okay, they, they, yeah, they're, they're smart. They're smart. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Because we had the, I had the stove open. I was, I know when it's, when the, the heater will kick on, it'll kick off. And I'll know when it starts getting cold because my toes get cold. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. All right. Hey, don't go near the stove because you're going to burn the fuck out your snout. But they, they, they walk by and say, hmm, it's not a good idea. Yeah. That's, it's not a good idea, Dad. I don't want to be bald on this side. So that's what, you know, I've been doing, but I couldn't make it to the OKC podcast because of it. Cause we worked on the uh, heater on last night. I was like, I'm not going to bed cold. I'm not going to bed dressed in my jacket, my winter jacket, <laughs> none of that shit. So I do we not, re- I do not want to put on a hoodie. <laughs> no, hell no. So, but dude, it's winter time here in OKC. Yes. Uh, today is actually a pretty good day. It's not as bad as what it's been, but no, it's like going to get worse. I my jacket on and everything and walked off some like, it's like 64 degrees outside. Yeah, you see my jacket over yeah, that big yeah, ass yeah, Let, Letterman jacket? Yeah. <laughs> see, people thought like athletes wore Letterman jackets because they were cool. Fuck no, it's cold. That's cold why. Tail, boy. As much as those jackets cost, I better be damn warm. But um, we got a we got a couple responses from uh, our episode with Deshaun. Everybody was uh, loving DT coming on the show. And of course, Heather Johnson did. I mean, <laughs> the Nubian god. <laughs> But no, that was that was a good show. Uh, DT came in and it was kind of like last of the moment, or uh, spare of the moment show. And yeah, he just jumped right in, jumped in, hung out, and yeah, now we need to do that with Michael, show. dude. Michael cut loose on our show. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> but I, I have not been out to Deshaun's house yet. Yeah, I'm, you missed it, dude. That was no, such a I know. good event. I'm gonna try to go out. Michael to, didn't come either, so uh, both y'all ain't shit. <laughs> I, I want to try to stop by today because after this, it's I don't have nice any weather. I don't have any more shows to record today. All I gotta yeah. do is go to the store, pick up my vents, and then I got some stuff to pick up for uh, 
my mother-in-law's dog and that's it. Yeah, you so should definitely I'm hit, him hit him up. up. See if I can go out there. Um, also, let's do the shout outs. One, OKC Podcast Community. We didn't show up, but we still love you guys. Uh, Podcasting Smarter with Jennifer Crawford, who's doing an amazing job with that group and getting information out. The Black Nerd Squad. And I was misinformed. Uh, we, we have two groups now. Yeah, Here, you, Heroes, Villains, and Crap. And then, I was looking at that. Yeah, I was the like, extraordinary. Uh, like, Elijah don't know what he's talking about. No, there's two of them. <laughs> so one, like, it's weird because they have two groups with kind of like the same name. Uh-huh. And so one of the groups switched their name. So we have the one that's Heroes, Villains, and Crap. And then we also have the continual uh, name that keeps going on, The Extraordinary uh, Journey of a Black Nerd. So shout out to both those groups. There's so many groups I'm a part of, whether they're Dragon Ball groups, whether they're um, military warrior mindset groups, whether they're, you know, just comic book groups. I appreciate all you guys. Shout outs to everybody. If I did a show to shout out to all the groups I'm a part of, it'd be like three or four shows long. <laughs> so thank you guys. And let's get down to business. Um, one thing that I did like from what are we getting down <laughs> to business with? Anime shmanime. Oh, anime shmanime. Animation anime and animation anime, we are back in anime. I kind of had like a, a Michael Jackson feel at the end of that. I like that. So what are you? <laughs> so what are you watching right now? Uh, last night, actually, it's funny. Whenever uh, Deandra and my son are out of town, mm-hmm. I, I sleep on the couch. I, I don't like sleeping in the bed, <laughs> and I watch either just. Gundam or Cowboy Bebop or NCIS. Mm. So NCIS, okay. Dude, NCIS, Leroy Jethro Gibbs. Yep. Dude, he's, he's, he knows That's like all my godfather, shit. okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so last night was Cowboy Bebop. So, um, I was cleaning up my room and I've been working on this, uh, project for my parents and, uh, I vacuumed out the room. No, I've been playing Mafia, but I didn't feel like playing any video games. Wait a second. But on Mafia, real quick, how is it? You want to go into that now? No, just like, just give a quick, how is it? Then I we'll can't. go. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Sorry. Finish the story, and okay. then we'll go into. Um, but so <laughs> I put on Cow Bebop episode one. Uh, my episode six, for some reason, is like the audio is messed, messed up. Messed up. Yeah. That's Where are you watching that, it? Uh, I, I, I got it on flash drive. Okay. It's just the Blu ray version, but I got it on my own flash yeah. drive. So for some reason, it didn't transfer over correctly. Um, it's the, 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 what the little kid, the devil's, uh, sympathy or sympathy for the devil. Yeah. And, um, little old ass Benjamin mm-hmm. Button ass man, <laughs> fucking lying ass bastard. Uh, but yeah, so that I was just watching that man, and um, I set up the uh, I was working on the project, and that's about it. Balled up on the couch, went to sleep, woke up this morning. Kelly Bebop still playing, Dude, went nice. doze back off. Uh, one mic, one voice had to postpone their show, so I was like, sweet, hey, you just get some sleeping, yeah. yeah. So Dude. like when you had called me, dude, I was I was like knocked out. Felt good to <laughs> finally sleep in, man. Felt. Good, dude. I wish I was up here. Hey, remember last time I got <laughs> I was hoping to sleep in, but because Jessica had to go to work, I was like, ah, I got to get up. Plus, we got to go to the studio at eight and record because I thought I had a session. And then I get a call or a text and like, yeah, we're out of town. We're not gonna be there. Sorry for the last minute. So I was like, okay, cool. I can head back to the house. And as soon as they did that, Leon called me. So I was like, let's get this heater fixed, dude, because this this cold weather. I mean, I love to train. But fuck it. It's too close to my birthday. Fuck it. Let's, let's get some warm weather in here. Let's do this shit. But I've been watching. Um, uh, I went back. I posted a video on a little bit of anime and then posted on my page at Kaijo with the girls in the bikinis. Oh, with the booty warriors. Yeah. the Yeah, that's what it was. And once I saw that clip, I was like, okay, let's see this shit. Because that doesn't make any sense how she can copy people's 
booty moves and everything like that. So uh, she slapped her thighs and she's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, hey, hey, she might be on the dance floor late tonight. Yeah, she might be. <laughs> but uh, started watching Kaijo and then finishing up Yuri on Ice. I did not think I was going to like that show. Which that we'll go into it at the end of the show. Remember the last couple of shows we've been doing this. Stay tuned for a sixty seconds worth of news for your podcast of the week cosplay of the week anime and manga of the month and yuri on ice is our manga of the month and it's just interesting because it doesn't seem like it's going to be that good from the theme music it's like really artsy drawing and it's almost like um not watercolors but uh like they did the chalk and they drew a character and he's figure skating and it's like somebody singing bum 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 i'm like uh, i don't want a slice of life you know yeah. show and then when you get into it this kid goes out, he skates and competes, he loses, and then it has that um, uh, food wars where Soma comes in, like little Soma comes in, and the eyes are, are just like one color, like white. Uh-huh. And he's like, my name is blah, 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 and I was so ready for this, but I lost. So now I'm really depressed. And then his coach comes up like, what are you doing? You can't be checking the, vo- the, the message boards and seeing what people are saying about you. And it's like this comedy about ice skating. Huh. And then it That's shows. That's what I was about to ask you. So it's, it's, a, it's a comedy yeah. style? Yeah, it's it's comedy, and then it's got a little bit of slice of life in it because he goes back to his hometown, and everybody's, like, rooting for him, but he doesn't have the confidence in himself to go back and ice skate again. And one day he performs this routine for his friend that, you know, she wasn't as good a ice skater as he was because he was currently the youngest one in competition. And so he does this routine by her, his and her favorite ice skater, and she ends up – her kids end up recording it. And it gets out all over the world because it's a perfect imitation of Victor, who is the current five, five time, five, yeah, five time world champion. And then he sees it. He comes to his little town, to his temple. And then he says, I'm going to be your coach. But he's also training another kid named Yuri. So you have Yuri that lost and did the imitation skating. Then you have a Russian Yuri who's. He's got like he's like a Vegeta. He's got an attitude like you can't teach him because you said you're going to teach me. Okay. And he follows him back to that town. And then he gives them a competition. It's like, whoever can do the choreography I give them the best, I will coach. And I will take you to the finals and you'll win the Grand Prix. And so they have this battle. And it's like the first four episodes or first three episodes is them training and skating, getting to know each other and everything else. And it leads up to the point. And then finally, Vic- Victor has to choose one. And then that's when the story really begins. What's the journey after this kind of fairy tale deal happens to Yuri. He never thought he'd meet the guy that he idolizes. So it's a real good show. Hmm. What's it called again? Yuri on Ice. Oh, okay. So that's why I've been watching. Uh I know we that we we haven't talked about it, but I want them to bring Cowboy Bebop to the big screen. I want to I know you just the, the way that Richard closes his eye and leans his head like come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want him to bring some of those old sh- uh Shows back, Outlaw Star, Cowboy you know, Bebop, so weird is I was watching something, and they were, they were talking, it was like a board, and they were just, people are just so upset about the yeah. owner style like, drawing of shows, like, and it trips me out. Like, I mean, I'm, I prefer the old school. Maybe yeah. like Mobile Suit Gundam, the original one, maybe that's a little predated. It yeah. is. You know, you have to kind of definitely be, you know, man, like trying yeah. to just search it for the stuff, but... Even Dragon Ball Z, the new one, super people are giving talk about like, this. This is so old school drawing. Get over it, man. Yeah. Not, everything don't have to be computer animated. Dude, we talked, and the CG stuff has not really worked out that well for most shows. Hygiene looked good. 
they did good work on IG, but most of it doesn't really work out. But we had this, you know, that leads us to our next segment. What up with that? Dear anime fanboys, why are you such assholes? Why do you complain and whine all the time when you're getting the thing that you love? You love fucking anime. So, shut the fuck up. What me and Richard have to say to that is... What up with that? What up with that? An excellent docket is video games. This year seems like a lot of the video game developers are no longer thinking about co-op. Especially when it comes to co-op campaign. How many times do we have to play these games, go through co-op by ourselves? Why can't I play with my buddies anymore? Why do I must go online and kill my friends, each one by one? So, to the developers out there, what up with that? Alright, the last part of what up with that is, uh, what up with that when OKC podcasters call you out and want to challenge you? Nick Johnson, it's not my fault. It's not my fault your wife came and saw Nubian gods here at the studio, but yet you want to challenge me, me and my friend Richard, to a motherfucking game battle? First, I would have taken your ass out on the street, whooped that fucking mustache off your face, which I love. I'd have picked that bitch up and put it on, but you tested my time, you tested my motherfucking patience. Video games? Really? That's what you're going to do, Nick Johnson? Well, if you don't fucking stop and ask Caleb Haldane how that shit's going to go, you're going to get checked, boy. I like that. I said, boy. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm ruining what's up with that. But you know what, Nick Johnson? You're a big motherfucking piece of... Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, we had, Rich, we had to cut that. We, we had to cut, we had that. cut that. Uh, sorry, Nick. Um, can't, can, we can't only... I mean, we just got to call them out. We can't disrespect. Yeah, disrespect. I don't, don't, don't want to hit on their level. You know, they were trying yeah. to kill us and everything. But, you know, we politely accept your... Your challenge, um, your yeah. Challenge. Sorry, it's, it's the Zeta Gundam music. I that know, shit I gets in your in your veins. It really does. That's really what I'll does. be rocking during the video game challenge. Oh, and you know they they left it up to us to decide what game uh, to play. So have we, have you thought anything, Richard? I, I've, I've, I've tossed around a couple of things, and I'm actually going to share that with you. So next episode, be sure mm. everybody listen, stay tuned to find out what Mini Elijah, the Elijah Billy Show versus the Red Six to Golden Corral is 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 John playing? I, I don't know. I make, I don't know. I think he was trying to talk sense in the Nick, and then Nick put some. Because uh, he's form. honestly the only person I'm yeah. slightly worried about. Yeah, I mean, he, he, look at John. His, his fucking shirts don't fit. He keeps getting bigger sizes, Man. and they're like schmediums all the fucking time. His, 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 all the time. His muscles. It's, it's, it's too big. Out, outrageous, as Aquaman would say. But um, I don't. I don't know. So, so next episode, fifty-seven. Uh, hopefully, John Hammock plays. I mean, a good three on two is is never bad. And we can even recruit John Stone. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is now. I'm <laughs> people are like John Stone. He's from, from the gamer stand. There was some like big beef between them. You know, the, the gamer stand it, is the gamer stand. But John Stone, he's he's with me on Superpower. We had a great debate. Episode came out on uh, December the 12th. It was fun. Richard moderated. So John Stone can come with us. I, I like that. As long as um, are we all sporting beards? Uh, I'll sport my goatee. Okay. My facial hair is growing back in now, so hopefully I have a beard by the time we play. But listen to episode 57, and you will hear what game we challenged Red Six to Golden Corral. That being said, let's take a pause for the cause. 
Coming to you from a little bit of anime, this is Monica Robinson. And Elijah Bailey. The podcast that walks the line. It's detailed enough for some hardcore fans, but we also keep it simple for the casual new anime viewer also. To listen to our podcast or to find out more about us, our show, or to contact us, go to our official Facebook page, A Little Bit of Anime. To find us on Twitter or Instagram, go to Bitto Anime. And to find anything about us, go to www.blackandstudios.com, where you can click on our link and have access to all our shows. All right, so uh, we're back, folks, from our our commercial break. Um, I hate this mic stand over here. <laughs> why? <laughs> Out of all of them, I, I hate this hate one. This the one. That's actually why I sat over here was just for this mic stand, just for I can uh, motivate yourself. Yeah, not just motivate myself, but just to see exactly what's all wrong with it, to see if it's something I can fix, or I just need to order a new mic stand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we could have Caleb Haldane do it after we whoop their asses in the the gaming tournament. Maybe. Yeah, but uh, we're back with the Elijah Bailey show now. And I know you came in here and said you had some questions you wanted to ask me. Man, some. some so are, we, we we moved out of what up with that? Yeah. So we're going to talk about games, right? Yeah. Since we're just kind of shooting the shit. Yeah. I mean, so as as you, we kind of hit on a little bit while we were, I was talking about you know uh, you asked me about mafia. Yeah. So the questions so, I have for you are game related, but do you want me to talk about Mafia first or do you want me to ask you Yeah, talk question? about Mafia first because I've been hearing some mixed reviews and I want to get like a first hand experience. Yeah. Well, I want to give out a first shout out to Game Informer, um, which is a, a, a magazine from GameStop. Uh, what issue is this? This is the latest issue, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the latest one that just came in the mail like a couple for days ago. December then? Yep. December. Uh, yeah. Episode, uh, issue 285. They actually got a, a nice page. Uh, interview with the uh, developers of Gamer, uh, uh, Gamer uh, developers of uh, <laughs> Mafia Three, okay. which is good because uh, I was telling, I was thinking to myself, like, man, I really would love to interview these people because the approach that they went on this game with, man, it was a very risque approach. Um, so? Well, because the game is the the racial slurs and everything, yeah. it's like. It is there. Off the charts. Like, oh, oh. I mean, is it realistic, though, right? Yeah, it is realistic. I mean, you're talking about 1965 through 1968, 69, 1970-ish. Um, you play as a mixed guy, which is considered black in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you play a, a, a black guy who came back from Vietnam and in the South. <laughs> I mean, so, do I need to say more? I think it's actually yeah. New Orleans. Oh, dude. Yeah. Because I mean, everybody's everybody's hating on everybody. The Cajuns, the blacks. Yeah, it was it was all bad. So, um, it, it, the game just it takes you there. Like at the beginning, opening scene, they they give you a disclosure, telling you what this game is in store for. How it has a lot of bigotry. It's a part of American history. We felt like it needed to be here. It's a sequel. It's not. A, it's a fict- it's a fictitious story. A fict- yeah, fictitious. A fictitious story. Yeah. But um, I'm actually enjoying it, man, because like it. Some people complain that it's uh, repetitive. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see that somewhat because technically you are doing the same style of missions. It's different places and whatnot, but and the story is progressing. But some of the missions are, you know, just going out killing people and you know taking over certain areas because it's still based off like mafia. So you know, you still have my mob bosses owning certain parts of the uh, city. Yeah. Rec- what's it called uh, racketeering and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, and what's so cool, we play Mafia 2. The main dude in Mafia 2 is uh, Vito. Mm-hmm. And he's in this game. You actually, So some crossover. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. He's actually rolling me right now. So the game so far, it is definitely different. Yeah. Uh, I like it because I think the racism that they put in the game, 
uh, even kind of rouse you more up to want to beat the game and mm-hmm. seek revenge. Yeah, because you're living in this person's life at that time. And this is how real it is. I'm going to give you like two quick stories. Okay. So one story was like I was driving and uh, <laughs> or actually it was like a police chase going on. I had just got done. I think I was robbing something. And it was a hardcore police chase, mm-hmm. but it's real. It's realistic in a way where it doesn't feel like sometimes playing video games, they'll have like random roadblocks already on the street you yeah. just turned on. Like, how did you guys like already manage to do all this? You Come guys on. are so good. Yeah. You're so, so brave. <laughs> they got it to where uh, it's not like that. So I lose these cops basically, right? Because mm-hmm. I kind of went down the sewer, and yeah. these are back when you know they had like the old school Lincolns and stuff. Yeah. So you really can't do too much <laughs> dipping in those. <laughs> but what ends up happening is I end up like going out the sewer on this little ramp, yeah, and I flew over, not super high, but flew over a parking lot, okay, and landed. All of a sudden, all these cops started chasing me again. Mm-hmm. So it kind of tripped me out. They actually like they they got me good because my yeah. car was messed up. And yeah, they you, killed you. me. Later on, I went, I restarted, went back through that area. I wasn't going to chase my cops. But what happened was I was actually flying over a bank robbery that had just happened. Yeah. So the cops were just sitting outside talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Then when I flew over, they saw me. They was like, oh, shit, there goes that boy over there. We got to go get him. Yeah. And they all jumped in the cars <laughs> and got me. <laughs> and like another thing that happened was uh, I walked to a store, right? So like I said, the racism is is like real. Yeah. I walked to the store and it was on like the wrong part of town. Yeah. <laughs> because they were like- Hey, what this boy doing in here? Mm-hmm. And like everybody in there stopped what they're doing and looked and at look, me. Look, right. And I just sat there and I took like another step in. I was like, boy, don't you take another step? Yeah. Damn, and I dude. walked in there and we're like, oh shit, Bill, we got a wild one on our hand. <laughs> Grab the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're here just fucking trying to survive walking into a store. Yeah, I was just, I was just checking the game out. So I mean, yeah. it's, it's cool because it's, it's, it's real. Yeah. And you know, uh, so, so far, so get- I'm enjoying it. And what did Game Informer have to say about it? Uh, they did an uh, interview with the person and all the questions so far. I didn't read them all. Yeah. But they're asking about, you know. The concept. The and- concept. The, you know, how's it tackling the racism in 1968, uh, especially with stuff like, you know, the the police stuff and the Black Lives Matter. And they were like, well, honestly, we started this game before all that even hit the, uh, yeah, hit before the fan. It, yeah. Uh, we were already sitting down. We wanted the game to be um, take place in southern united states uh so we actually already had planned on going this route before all this stuff even took matter so um but yeah i mean and most most games that have a a character from the south they quickly leave because the the town's not big enough for them so they got to go to the big city so they kind of escape some of that the realism of where they come from it's very real down like i said kkk's down there Mm -hmm. um the full-blown rallies burning crosses uh yeah, it's definitely uh, all the classics, man. Yeah, <laughs> I need to check it out because I, I was told by uh, you and then one of my former clients, Brian, about the game. He said it, it got repetitive for him because he's like stuff high, high, fast pace and keep changing all the time. But he played it too, and was t- he's the one that showed me the first trailer of it. So. Oh, okay. So, what else? You had something else? Yeah, I had man? some game. I had some questions Ooh. in here that Game Informer actually, which I, this is one thing I like about Game Informer is at the end of the magazine, they have some uh, cool questions that they always yeah, try to creative. engage their like audience it. with you with. So, this one is, is nine questions in all. Ooh. Who will win? They have random video game characters mm-hmm. pent up against each other in certain type of style, different matches. Okay. Okay. And so, I'm going to get your answer. And then I'm going to tell you what their answer is to this, okay? Okay. So, number one, a arm wrestling contest. 
Okay. We have Donkey Kong mm-hmm. versus Brick. Uh, Donkey Kong, dude. He's a gorilla. Gorillas have more strength than, was it? Like humans have three to four times greater strength than their legs. Don- uh, donkeys. Gorillas have like <laughs> ten, <laughs> 10 times strength. strength of the thing, why do they call him Donkey Kong? Mm. Anyways, okay, you are right. Because he likes that donkey, that's why. Mm-hmm. So that, that was the correct answer, okay. or at least towards them. Yeah. Um, a foot race. Mm. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog versus Tracer from uh, um, Overwatch. Yeah. I'm, Tracer is it's not fast teleportation. It's not the same thing. How how Because in the game, she can teleport once and it has to re- you know, restock, re-energize. So I'd say Sonic, he, he gets some fucking chili dogs in his system. If his feet start going, he just farts his ass off. Man, Sonic has been through a rough spell because apparently he has no love because Tracer won that one. Oh, uh, I just like that bitch's booty. That's why everybody's taking the cosplay pictures of the ass out. Sonic is the original speedster before Barry Allen, before all them motherfuckers. Well, I don't know before Barry yeah, Allen, but Barry Tracer. We got to bring Barry in. Hey, sorry, sorry. Number three, one-on-one street basketball. We got Master Chief versus Kratos. Master Chief and Kratos on street basketball. Yes. Dude. Master Chief has the height, but Kratos. Kratos. Kratos street, Kratos, street, hey, street ball. Kratos. 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 Yeah, yeah, Kratos, Kratos cracks some jaws, hits elbows, all kind of fouls. I, I got him. <laughs> hey, Kratos was the winner of that one, too. Uh, we have number four, a spelling bee. The Thrall or Marcus. From um, Gears of War. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go with Marcus. I like Marcus. I think Marcus has some hidden talents that, that we don't know about. I'm going to say Marcus. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I know they said the thrall, but I'm going to say Marcus. All right, yeah, they, you're right. They said the thrall. <laughs> that is fuck, messed that's up. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. my boy. Number five, a debate on foreign policies. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Rex from uh, Mass Effect. Okay. You remember Rex, yeah. right? Or General Ram from, I'm assuming, I think that is um, uh, Gears of War. I'm going to go with Rex. Rex's foreign policy was uh, everybody got to die. So <laughs> That's your final answer, oh, yeah, sir. Because it's a debate on foreign policy, right? It is a debate. Yeah, Rex. Rex. Okay. Man, you well, are correct. Yeah. Uh, Rex did win that one. Number six, a pistol duel on high noon. Oh, okay. So think back Western. So uh, we got John Marston from uh-huh. Red Dead Redemption. Okay. And versus Jesse McCree from Red, Red Dead, Dead Revolver. Revolver. Yeah. And he was half Indian too. I think so. And I I, I think this is the right game. God damn it. Um, Marston's my boy. The, but, but I mean, Jesse got me into him. Jesse used to have his six shots where he slowed down. But I think Marston's got it. I think Marston can use Arsenal. Plus, he was a criminal going good guy. Marston wins. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. That's right, my final Marston answer. Marston is the winner, sir. Hey, there we go. Um, I know my goddamn answers. <laughs> Number seven, okay. the Westminster's Kennel Club Best in Show Awards. So that's oh, a, that's, that's a dog show. <laughs> uh, no, no, I already knew. We got D-Dog, which okay. is, is that from Metal Gear? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, what's that one dog? I, I can never pronounce his name. Uh, from Nintendo games, he's white. He was all like a demon, basically. He looked. He reminded me of like Tashoma uh in your Asha. Start with uh, the A. You mean um, from fucking? Uh, he had his own damn game. Yeah. Oh, Amaratsu. There we go. Who will so, win Best in Show? 
Amaratsu wins. He's fucking beautiful. D-Dog won. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number eight. A game of global thermonuclear war. Okay, where are these fucking questions come from now? No this idea. is the one that I ask about. Like, where the fuck does this question come from? <laughs> we have Glados from um, Portal. Okay, and oh, Gladys. Yeah. Okay, Gladys. Sorry, that bitch. And then uh, promising fucking cake that's not there. Shodan from I don't know. I don't know who she's from. I don't know the fuck she's from. She looks either. familiar, but I, uh, I can't recall where she's from. Uh, Gladys maybe, is Gladys. Maybe is the gamer stand or someone. Uh, no, not, maybe somebody else <laughs> can can let us know where she's from. But which one? Uh, Gladys. Gladys was a lion. Well, okay. What was what was the battle again? Uh, thermonuclear war. I think so. They I, have to be able to hack and you know do do some diabolical stuff. I think it's still Gladys because Gladys kind of got outsmarted by your character in, in Portal, but she was a trifling bitch. Uh, I don't she know. Was very trifling. I don't, I don't know how many motherfuckers died before then. She was super trifling. So you uh, are correct, sir. Oh, there we go. And the last one of this who will win debate is double tennis. Okay, we got boy and his blob versus. Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl, dude. Come on. Toe Jam and Earl is they <laughs> they a tag team of the joint. The boy and his dog with they And his blob. Oh blob. I'm see, I'm thinking of some <laughs> old old shit. Uh but the boy and his blob, they're that's nice. They're they're cool. They have a relationship. But Toe Jam and Earl, they was out when Sam and Max was out. They they gotta win. Is that your final answer, sir? That's my final answer. You are correct, sir. <sighs> Toe Jam and Earl. There we go. So with that being said, let me also ask you another quick question real quick. What are some games you're looking forward to? Uh, the one that I'm, well. I know you just I, picked up a couple games. Yeah. I was, I'm really just trying to focus on them. But I do, I am looking for Kingdom Hearts 3, dude. I'm really looking forward to Kingdom like Hearts 2. 3. 3. The one that's about to come out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like 2.3. Yeah, I have been looking forward to that for ages. That's the one that's on my sites because I got Xenoverse 2 now. Uh, we need to pick up uh, Final Fantasy 15. Uh, I just, this is, this is bad, but I just picked up Uncharted 4 finally. But again, this is why we did our shout out to Sony. I have no motherfucking memory. Sony, you trifling motherfuckers. You ain't giving me no goddamn memory. 12 games. I'm sorry I have to bring this back up, folks, but <sighs> Sony. I, I want to love you so hard. My dick is ready to insert itself in you, but you, you just have your hand up in my face, pushing me off. Like, no, nope, there's no more space. I'm full. Sony. What up with that? Man, I had to get that off your chest, huh? Yeah. I mean, it, it, hit, it hit me again because Sony's fucking me in the ass without with this memory, dude. <laughs> I, I'm so, like I said, I just now got Uncharted 4, and yet I've still not played it, but I've been playing No Man's Sky. At least some of your games. Jeremy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I do. I like, can't. Like, like, me, like, I don't delete my my save profiles of the game. I just delete the actual game. But the installation for the games I have is, like, fucking takes forever. And when I, with, with all the <laughs> shit that I do, I don't have time to wait. I have to, like, install the game, then go teach and do something else, then come back and see if I have time. Time management, man. Don't don't fucking <laughs> say that bullshit I'm just to me. Saying, that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, I look up like, damn. Well, let me delete some of these. I didn't know I had this demo still on here. Okay. See, I don't have any demos. I was like, oh shit, let me delete no some of this themes. bullshit. I, I, ain't, have- I ain't about to play this game, but just in case if I do, I'm gonna keep my save profile. I go back to it. You know what? Boom. 
Sorry, man. I, fuck, I know, you I know. Fuck, fuck you and Sony. Fuck you and Sony. No, fuck Sony. But um, yeah, man. Is uh, anyway. Anyway, I like taking the, the the quiz there. The Game Informer had. I liked it. Uh, it. It proved that I'm I'm a man. I, I feel very masculine now. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. They always have stuff in there yeah. every uh, so once a month. Whenever so I shout get, out to Game Informer. Yeah. Yeah, Game Informer, if you feel the urge down in your loins to sponsor this show, we will not stop you. We will we will bring you into the black and fold. Um, but, yeah, every month that I get my Game Informer, we'll go to the back of the book and answer questions. So, uh, last thing, we're going to open up the duffel bag. <laughs> Only two things in the duffel bag this week. Spider-Man Homecoming. Did you see the fucking trailer? Yes, I did. What did you think before I go off on my happy rant? I thought it looked good. That was quick. I thought you were going to say some other shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I thought it looked good. I mean, I, I saw a lot of, you know, it's weird how the internet's probably so negative, it seems like. Yeah. Maybe just because we're just seeing so many people's opinions and everybody yeah. just don't have the same opinion. And, but and I, y- 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 your, your opinion doesn't matter. It's, just, it's hard for me to get that out. <laughs> I, know, I, I strongly agree with that because it's like when I see like a good video, I'm I'm not about to like comment on it. Like. No. Especially something negative, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless it's just something like super in the video that's just like, whoa. Then yeah. I, I doubt I will even say something then, but I might. Yeah. But if it's something that's just like a trailer, yeah. My my me shooting out my negativity is not about to change this trailer. Oh, oh shit! Richard Taplin says some shit. Hey, go back to the drawing board. Let's recast Peter Parker. Let's recast Mary Jane. Let's recast it because we have to put. Nobody's gonna do that Man, shit. Nobody's just, gonna do that shit yeah, for but me. Anyways, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Like it looked it looked good. Dude. I'm ready. I have, for another Spider-Man, everybody else is too old. I think this new guy. It's perfect age, dude. Perfect age. I fucking had flashbacks of the old serial comics that, that used to come like a little circle, and you could read the comics of uh, Spider-Man and Vulture, Spider-Man and uh, the Glider, or, uh, and just all those old Spider-Man stories that they put in cereal boxes. You could just read them. Seeing the Vulture, seeing him uh, quirky when he's stopping a bank robbery, he's like, you're not the Avengers. It's Hulk that gave it away. I'm like, they're all wearing masks. That's some shit that yeah, a kid would say. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah, it was just like nice and witty. And then it cuts to him going to school. And then his friend finds out he's Spider-Man. He's like, no, that's just a costume. He's like, no, you're Spider-Man. And he's like sitting there trying to take off his, his <laughs> uniform. I was like, yeah, you can't light your way out of this one, Peter. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. It, it Him having Iron Man in there. And I know that uh, Black Widow is going to be in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's going to be perfect. I think this is the best version of Spider-Man that we've gotten yet. And I was kind of skeptical. Um, then we saw him in Civil War. I was hyped. And now seeing him here and seeing kind of some of the stuff unfold in school and out in, in his battles with the venture, which is Michael Keaton, who's also coming back for Beetlejuice 2. Dude, I'm fucking excited. Hmm. Uh, last piece of information in the duffel bag. Deadpool 2 is confirmed, not an official date, but somewhere in 2018. And even though Tim Miller left... Uh, Ryan Reynolds says that the X-Force, uh, Domino is going to be in the movie along with Cable and they have a new director. I think it's David Lech who directed something I can't remember now. I'm blanking. Is that a movie? <laughs> no, he directed something a movie. Something you can't remove? Right? Oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh. Yeah. That's just my, my mental sorry. stability. So yeah, sorry. sorry. Damn, I should have went with that one. God damn sure. it. That would have saved me. But, uh, David Lech is supposed to be directing it. And, uh, Ryan Reynolds says he's excited because he actually saw what I can't remember the movie, but he enjoyed it. And he thinks he could bring a, a better artistic vision to Deadpool 2 as it comes out. So zip up the duffel bag, Richard Taplin. Zip. And that is it for, I mean, the show. I mean, do you have anything else? Man, I just want to tell everybody thanks again for listening. Uh, we we greatly do appreciate it. You can find me at Blackest Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
send me an email at podcast at blackestudios.com. Uh, the website is about to go through a change, but it's as you can now, go, down. go ahead and check out blackestudios.com. If you shop on Amazon, click on the links in there. That helps out the studio a lot. Helps us get new gear. Um, constantly improves the studio. And, uh, you know, listen to the black box. Yes, please. Search Black Studios, the black box. Me and Elijah on a different type of platform on there. And, and folks, you can find anything and everything that you've ever wanted to know, wanted to learn about the Elijah Bailey Show on Facebook at our official Facebook page, the Elijah Bailey Show. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Elijah Bailey Show. That's show S H O without the W. Also, send all your emails into me and Richard at Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. I'm Elijah Bailey. And I'm Richard Kaplan. And we are gone. Alright folks, back again with the Anime and Manga of the Month, followed by Podcast and Cosplay of the Month. This month's Anime of the Month is Yuri on Ice, which can be found on Crunchyroll.com. Follow Yuri Katsi as he tries to bring himself back up with the man that he idolizes, Victor, at the Figure Skating Grand Prix. Go right now, they're only nine episodes in so you guys can catch up. Manga of the Month is Death Note. Light Yagami finds a note of death from a Shinigami named Ryuk. And he is followed and pursued by the illustrious eccentric L. This thriller detective story can only be read once. Go to unixmanga.com. Find this manga. Read it. Only a couple hundred chapters, but it's worth the read. And podcast of the week is Aaron Explains the Universe. Entertainment, dating, relationships, courtship, sex, commitment fetishes vindication love and hate i'm talking about everything under the sun in this podcast you owe it to yourself give it a listen and cosplay of the week comes from the notoriously generous grifters custom always dressing up as deadpool and going to please the kids when they can't go out to the conventions or if they're medically ill so give it up to this man go follow him on instagram you guys have a great day i will see you guys next week you'll hear from me and richard again on the most illustrious podcast in the world, The Elijah Bailey Show.